Tommy, can you hear me? Tommy, can you hear me? Welcome to the show. What show? This is our um, March 15th. March winds blow in. <laughs> uh, two days from now, uh, you know, we talk about President's Day. Two days from now, St. Patrick's Day. When I correspond with Paul Mackay, Paul's at Analog Wonderland UK. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Analog Wonderland carries a lot of FPP products. So if you're over the pond in the UK, feel free to uh, wander on in. So I always pitch to, you know, FPP hand-rolled films to Paul. Hey, you want to carry this? Mm-hmm. Like the Valentine's Day, the right. love. He's right. like, well, you know, Valentine's Day is not... Eh. It's not really a big thing. St. Patrick's Day, the love shamrock edition. He's like, well, <laughs> eh. So there's no President's Day. So I thought maybe we'd get, get Paul on the Zoom, and we'll have our own, like, Jimmy Kimmel-esque type segment where we, I go through all the holidays to get his reaction to, like, what, what do they mean to you? How, how it translates across the river. The Halloween pond. doesn't even translate well. Really? He said, well, a little That's bit more these days, but not really. What's a, what's a big English uh, holiday? Well, that's what we have to ask him, you know? He'll have to do a special He's, branded film. <laughs> what's he going to be like? For, oh, oh England. in England, it's like canned meat day. <laughs> <laughs> canned meat day. Well, there's boxing day. Yeah. No, that's that's uh, Canada, Canada. No, they do that in, oh, they do? in uh, England, too. Okay. Look for, to our five listeners in the UK. Yeah. You can look forward to a special branded film yeah, next yes. year. I, I for frequ- one of your weird holidays. I frequently thank folks for listening, and I do. I sincerely thank everyone for listening, because these are our, you know, we're getting, I like to think, even though a lot of our friends over the pond are still in lockdown. Yep. So... COVID-19, here we are, you know, and by mid-year, we think that we're going to be vaccinated, which means that, you know, things will get somewhat back to normal. Mm. So this has been a great transitional odd period for Film Photography Podcast because we have not been able to put together our our traditional shows of having the gang here and having this table completely filled with people. Did the Zoom thing, but, you know. It's not the same. No. It stinks. So, you know, thanks, everyone, for kind of sticking with us through these, these Mike and John shows. The Mike and John show, yeah. Yeah. Mike and John Mike show. And John. What's, this? What's this? Oh, I'm glad you asked. That is specialty tape. Huh. It's three quarters. Uh, that was that's looks like, like insulation. One-fourth one of an inch. Yeah, it's really thin. And that is the tape used that Owen McCafferty uses to tape up the 16 and 8 millimeter magazines. Is that right? That's right. Wow. So the magazine is in two parts and it needs a specialty tape. And that's the tape. That is the specialty You had to tape. get it made specially. So, hey, everyone, and especially the folks who, who donate <clears throat> every month to our show, that's greatly appreciated to kind of like, um, you know, takes the edge off of all the yeah. excess stuff that we have to do, mm-hmm. like shipping out uh, school donation cameras. So I've... Three topics to discuss, and I'm going to mod- put them in modules. <laughs> what's, what's your first topic? Thank you, John. Well, uh, uh. Huh. Kodak introduces the extraordinary Kodamatic trim print instant color film. Unlike 
unlike the ordinary instant print, the extraordinary trim print lets you lift off the image to capture the color just the way you like it. And now look how slim I am. I slip easily into places the ordinary bulky instant doesn't fit. So you can keep me in style here in your album with your regular pictures. You can trim me. Watch it. And I'm so thin you can put me where you couldn't put an ordinary instant picture. You can show me off. You can do all kinds of things with me that you can't do with an ordinary instant picture. Here I am, with the new Kodomatic Trim Print Instant Color Film. Anyone can do extraordinary things. But he didn't tell you Trim Print is only for Kodomatic Instant Cameras. He didn't tell him it's only for Kodak. What? He didn't tell him it was only from Kodak. Extraordinary. Thank you. Trim Print, the extraordinary new Instant Color Film from Kodak. Hey, this is Mike Rosso. I'm here with John. Hey, everybody. Kodak Vision 3 500T. This is a 500 ISO tungsten balance that's amazingly popular mm-hmm. in many formats. So including 35 millimeter for still photography. Yeah. 35 millimeter for motion picture photography. Ooh. 16 millimeter for motion picture, you know, for home movies. Lovely. Super 8 for home movies. Mm. Double 8, regular 8 for home movies. Wow. A lot so of formats. I gave John a homework assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him a compact 16-millimeter camera called the Kodak Royal. Lovely camera. And I said to John, I'm like, hey, bring this home. It's 500 ISO and shoot it in ambient light. So this, the topic is 500T in ambient light. Right. How does it look? So John shot a little test, and uh, it performed exactly like I thought it was the first shot you did was of a fireplace right and first thing i commented to john was like you see the fire but you don't see the fireplace i'm like mm-hmm. for people shooting who are seeing this i would suggest if you want to see anything else you bring a lamp in or something just to light up the if you have a really bright yeah. source illuminate the source outside for people shooting film at home to these days in mm-hmm. our venturing into film because you're so used to the digital sensors you don't realize that for film you I mean, you need light. So existing light photography, I think, is very appealing to film shooters. Um, The rest of the shots you shot in your home, uh, mostly with your bird. Mm -hmm. And that's that's Mina. Mina. How old is Mina? She's about 22. No kidding. Yeah. How long will Mina live? Uh, I think between like 40 and 60, 70. That's incredible. Yeah. She'll outlive me. Wow. So a lot of those shots were in existing light, and did you use a light meter app on your telephone? No, I used my Seconic meter. Use a meter? Yeah, just to be sure. You don't remember what you had to open the lens to, do you? Uh, it was pretty close to open. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I think what was open on that, too. 1.9 is the most open. Uh, I think it was pretty close to that. You can get amazing, satisfying results from shooting in ambient light. Mm. And when you're shooting with a movie camera, Super 8 or 8 millimeter or 16 millimeter. If it's a family event, it certainly is convenient to not have to add additional lights. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Did you, did you actively go and turn on all the lights? Yes, we had overhead lights, uh, LED lights that were in the, the room I shot in. So I just turned them all the way up. Poof! So I just wanted to kind of just show folks what 500T looks like in ambient light, turning on all the lights. Because there are a lot of movie shooters who send their film in and many times are shooting indoors but fail to turn on all the practical lights in the house. You know, turn on the switches. Mm. Not realizing that they need to. But you were cognizant of that. 
definitely. I knew 500 was a pretty good ISO, but I also knew that I probably was going to need every ounce of light that I could get. And what was it like using that compact? Oh my God, it's beautiful. A wonderful camera, so simple to use, satisfying to hold Yep. for some reason. I don't know. This is the Kodak Royal camera. It is Royal. It is. It's, it, it's a beautiful camera. It's one of the most compact 16 millimeter cameras. Very that you can ergonomic. Get. Yeah. yeah. Small. It's, it's just very satisfying. Wait till you see the next generation of photos. Introducing the Kodak Photo CD. You won't believe your heart. You won't believe your eyes. Pictures taken with your current film and camera, transferred onto a new kind of compact disc, and shown on TV. The special photo CD player also plays audio CDs. The new Kodak Photo CD system. You've got to see it. FPP D96. This is a black and white film developer, John. Mm, Yes. This is a great topic because the pictures, the photographs that I emailed you, were I developed those in FPP D96. Right. And that was uh, the Sonic 25 that you shot? Right, out on the beach. It's a great black and white developer that is designed for high contrast film. And I just wanted to share with folks, if you're going to try it, my experiencing mixing it. So I brought a packet home, mm-hmm. and I, I stopped at the Oakland ShopRite to buy one gallon of this distilled water. Oh, okay. And I had a packet of FPPD96, which is to make one gallon. Mm-hmm. I took the, a beaker that I have. I, I poured out some of the water mm-hmm. so that there's, you know the water came down so I could add the D96 powder to it. Right. I took what's called an immersion circulator, also known as a sous vide cooking device. Right. Because it asks you to mix the chemistry at a higher temperature. Really? Yeah, so that it dissolves. I took a bucket. I filled it with water. I put the sous vide immersion cooker in the water. I put the jug of distilled water, now like three quarters full, in it. I waited 15 minutes till it came up to like 100 degrees. Yeah. I added the FPP D96 powder to the distilled water gallon. Yeah. About 10, 15 minutes, it was all dissolved. Really? So what did you do? You just left it in the gallon? Did yes. you just have to shake it or anything? Well, once I put the powder in, I took it out and I uh, topped off to one gallon. Mm-hmm. And then I let it sit overnight. Oh. So <clears throat> the next day I came back and it was all mixed. The D96 will, it won't be clear. It does kind of have like a, a tint to it. I would call it a tan tint to it. Is it like foggy? Not foggy, just tan. Okay. For my usage is rather than having that one gallon that you use and then keep pouring back into that gallon, I took three one liter containers. Ah, smart. Probably should use a quart because I think four quarts mm. equal one gallon. That's right. But I didn't have... You got some left over. Yeah, just keep it in the uh, gallon jar. That's exactly what I did. So I poured three liters, topped them off, sealed them. All the air out. Then I put those under my counter. And I'm going to keep those unused, and that will last up to a year. Really? Yes. Wow. And then whatever was left in the gallon jug is what I'm using until I exhaust it. And how long till you exhaust it? Mm, About maybe 12, 15 rolls. But the wonderful thing about D96 is that as you continue to use it, it, the developer doesn't just quit on you. What happens is that the contrast becomes le- your your film will become less contrasty as you use it. Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Interesting. So Leslie Lazenby has a technique where she 
if she knows she has a film that is a normal film and wants regular contrast, she'll just take one of the one liters unused. The, the older stuff. She'll take the newer stuff. Oh, okay. And use a newer one and then keep the almost exhausted one for stuff she really wants a low contrast on. Right. She's smart. Yes, she is. It's called FPPD96. I developed a role of film, my film, and a role that belonged to John. I uploaded the films to John so he could see them. Mm-hmm. It was a very high contrast film. And the thing you said is you, you noticed they were not high contrast. Well, I think I overexposed. I also tamed the, conta- the contrast in the scan. Did you? Yeah. So you so could take that in, overexposed. So you could take that in Photoshop and and increase fix it. it. Yeah. Well, now yeah. when I scan it, well, I, I mean it was all outside on the beach, so there wasn't a lot of contrasty things. There weren't dark areas and light areas. Everything was pretty much well lit under full yeah. sun. So. And when I scan, I make sure that I don't like anything you see that's perceived blow out. I mean, it's not actually blown out. It's mm. There's still some grain in there, and that's right. the art of scanning, which is a whole other topic. I think a lot of n- folks that are new to film photography think that they put in a scanner and things just magically appear. There's an art and a skill to properly scanning your film. I know, because I don't know that art and skill. Oh, you don't? Not really. Okay. That's why it gets, you know... I mean, listen, my hat off to people who develop at home and scan at home and correct their films at home, their images at home. Because it really is something that you need to dive in deep yep. and figure out. You can't just be the casual guy, which I am. Yeah, but I've my seen guy, your... i got a couple of hours. Let me scan and do some stuff. But you're, I've seen your pictures posted. They look perfectly fine. Yeah, they look okay. Okay. FPP D96. Ooh! It's a great recommended developer. It's it's just a developer, meaning you need a, a fixer as well. So you have your D96. Uh, then I do a water wash after development. I do a water wash. Then I use fixer. And then after fixing the film, I do um, another long wash, water wash process. Mm. And then I use what's called FPP archival wash to do the last rinse. Recommended washing is like 30 minutes. Wow, really? Yeah, so it cuts down your amount of wash time. So to when, like three minutes. When you're washing, what is that step like? Are you running it underwater or um, it's in a bucket? Well, when developing film after the fixer, you, you could then expose your film to light. Right. So after the fixer process, I then pour the fixer back and then I fill up the uh, tank, mm-hmm. do the swizzle stick, pour it out, fill it up again, swizzle stick it, pour it out. You do that fill for a half tank. an hour. No, I do it for five, six minutes because oh. I use the archival wash. Then I'll open up the tank. You should take a little peek because mm. you're dying to see if your film right. came out. You screwed it up or not. Yeah. Then I use the archival wash. Yeah. And then I pour that back. Mm. And then I do one last rinse with uh, Photo Flow. Who's that? Photo Flow keeps it from streaking. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I take it out, hang it up, and then I do scans. You squeegee it? I squeegee it using my fingers. And a microfiber cloth. Yes, those are good, the cloths. They right? are good. I wish they had those back in the day. So do I. Anyhow, that's the story of well, uh, me fun. developing at home, which I get a lot of questions about, you know, uh, photochemistry, how long it lasts. My one liter of fixer uh, is dated 1-2020, so it's over a year old. I only ran like four or five rolls through it. So if you squeeze out the extra air and cap it properly... And then store it under the sink where there's no light. You're 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 good for a year, at least. Yeah, I mean I punish these kids. I do. Uh. 
It seems like Mark Dalzell also gets away with running his chemistry. He, he runs his past. chemistry longer than I run my chemistry. Yeah. But he's had some failed roles where he's like, oh, the yeah. shit. <laughs> but can't you just, you know, fix them in post, so to speak? Not if there's nothing developed. Oh. But, you know, still, lots of folks are getting into home developing. It's so much fun and satisfying to do it yourself because you're, you're relying on your only yourself to have, and you have your own photography workflow. You don't have to send it to a lab. You don't have to do this. You don't have to yeah. do that. Just do it yourself. It's the magic of Marco. What was that from? Meadowland Showcase. It's in the vault. Meadowland Showcase. <laughs> when we had like that talk show. Yeah, with Dave. With Dave. We had like, we must, we must have had like a Pam Kramer type of person who was like booking people for us. Giving us talent. She threw talent, like local talent. This guy, I mean, people were coming in. Where, like, and it was, The guy would do a trick. And then after every trick, his shtick was, he'd always say, it's the magic of Marco. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That is worth pulling out. That is That is worth, worth pulling out. That is public access at its finest. Yeah. We're, we're talking about Meadowland Showcase talk show format of yeah. that. <laughs> okay. You know, outside, John, right now, I'm going to show you after we finish recording, is a palette, a large palette of film. And it is uh, high-speed, black-and-white motion picture film. How high-speed we talking? We're talking 400 ISO. And I'm always excited about high-speed film because I'm always looking for ways to shoot in ambient light. Of course. If you have a well-illuminated house uh, and you're having, like, I don't know, a family Sunday dinner and you have a fast enough you know, lens, like an F1.9 lens on your movie camera, you could shoot a 400 ISO without having to use additional lights. That's good. This is called FPP, Cine 8 or Cine 16, high-speed black-and-white film. It's a negative film. It'll be double eight, double-perforated 16-millimeter, and also will be available, of course, in 16-millimeter in the magazine format. Where'd you find this film? We had it made. Oh. Yes. You know, FPP is getting these emulsions made specifically for motion picture films. When are we going to be testing this emulsion? Immediately. Really? Yeah. As a matter of fact, John owns a uh, Kodak Brownie turret. Turret camera. I have to say, that really is a good camera. Is it? It sounds wonky. The motor sounds wonky. Does it really? Well, you saw the Molio. Looks good. Didn't that look good? It looked great. Yeah. (laughs) The color of film, especially in that, looked really good. Uh, I was shocked. The 40 40 ISO color negative, it looks like. It looks like 16. Yeah, it looks really good. I'm telling you, I was, I was, because re- when you said you were sending it over, I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. And as soon as I saw the color come the through, the color's I was like, amazing. Oh my God, that looks great. Really looks good. Color looks great. This is yet another film stock uh, for the FPP arsenal of uh, films. And with the exciting things, the exciting thing, which I always say, which is true for folks listening who are not shooting cinema films, is that this film is in-house now in March, mm. and this film, which has already been tested, by the way, will be the same emulsion that we'll use in the fall really? for our still films for our next monster film. Wow. wow. That's special. Yeah, so we're going to have wow. a full, Multi-use. Yes, 400 ISO in the fall. We'll have 35 millimeter and 120 and 620. Action-packed peewee. Yes. Wow. We don't know what the monster's going to be. I will take um, suggestions. Nothing we've done already. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. <gasps> <laughs> we've already done Dracula, the Wolfman. Wolf. <laughs> Who says Wolfman? Anyone from 
from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. It's, it's a regional thing. Yes. Okay. Dracula. I say Dracula. Dracula. Wolf the Wolfman. Man, the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm taking suggestions. Okay. By the way, we have a specialty limited film that we're assigning to The Mummy. So The Mummy knocked oh, that out of the Mummy's out of the running. Yeah. Hey, a uh, quick shout out to 20th Century Camera, Jeff. Jeff, 20th, 20th Century Cameraman. Uh, Jeff pitched the idea uh, to us like, hey, because we carry the what's called a 4x5 quick load, six sheet reel. Yeah. So if you're shooting 4x5 large format film, mm-hmm. you could use a three reel tank. When I say three reel tank, three normal 35 millimeter reels. Right. So the tank is bigger. Right. But you could take the 4x5 quick load, hold six sheets of 4x5 film, and put it in a tank and use the swizzle stick. And traditionally, before, you'd have to develop your 4x5 film in a tray. Yeah. And think about it. I mean, you need a dark room. Yeah. You need space for it. So now you could develop, you know, you load your film in the dark, of course, but you could develop your film once the tank is sealed yeah. in your kitchen, wherever you want. So you can load that in a, in a dark bag. Dark bag or dark room, yes. Yeah. Brilliant. And I didn't know if it was going to go over, so to speak. And it did. Why wouldn't it? This is stocked at the FPP online store. You could buy the reel only or the tank and the reel. And it's a great deal. It's a great deal, especially on the the re, on the tank because mm. we don't really mark up the tank much. Yeah. Like, there's no markup, so you're basically getting a tank. It's a beautiful thing. Why do you do that, Mike? Uh, you know, I want to give everyone a, a chance. <laughs> a chance. Yeah, it's <laughs> good. That's the newest thing. Is the five by? He pitched the idea. He's like, why don't you carry the five by seven? Yeah. I said, uh, not too many people shoot 5x7. It's a little more niche format. It's a 5x7 camera. A 5x7 camera is a little bit bigger than a 4x5 camera. Oh, okay. You know what a 4x5 camera looks like. The, the graphics? Yeah, speed graphic. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger, and it just holds a bigger negative, which is beautiful. 5x7 is a beautiful size. And think about that, John. You could take a 5x7, the negative, mm. and contact print it without an enlarger. Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. So we started carrying the 5x7 quick load. It holds four sheets of 5x7 film. Guess what? People are buying it. Good. So I'm thrilled. I'm just amazing. I'm just so thrilled. Because I didn't think, you know, I didn't think it would go over. Now we're talking. Dixon Liu. I want to thank Dixon. He's a regular contributor to the FPP. Uh-huh. And Dixon, he shops, shopgoodwill.com. He finds... Cameras and he has them shipped right to here. Yeah. So he uh, incoming and John will handle us because John is currently in charge of our school camera donation program. Mm-hmm. A Nikon camera looks like what? Like one of those? Let me um, see, like a Nikon mat? No, one of the automatic ones. Like a D ninety? Let me see. Yeah, like a nine N ninety, like N ninety. Right. I always get the N, N and D. D is digital. One quick um, mention of our new FPP Color Negative Development Kit. It's brand new. It's a brand new product. We still have our traditional C41 development kit, but it's always out of stock. Yeah. Let's put it this way, John. People who are developing film at home, the, there's just a, 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 swelling ma- a swelling mass of folks who are now getting into home development. Yeah. And they want to develop color at home. So the demand for colored kits has skyrocketed. So no one can keep them in stock, mm. not even us. Wow. 
they go into the store and they sell out like in in you just throw them up and people Well, we send a newsletter them. out. Oh, okay. Well, they, you announced them. Yes, we announced them via the newsletter. So go to our site and click newsletter or go to the store and go to the bottom and says sign up for the newsletter. As soon as they're in stock, like two hours later, gone. Well, they're in high demand. Limit two per person. Ian Fleming says. Bond. James Bond. What would Ian Fleming say? Say, shake and not stirred. I put a mini edition of the podcast up where Leslie talks about Kodak films. Yeah. Kodak color film, like, you know, what are, you know. Ektar? All of them. What are consumer films? What are professional films? Uh, what's the consumer film they have? Gold. Gold. Ugh. Max 400. Gold is not gold. Gold is gold. You think gold is gold? I will tell you why gold is gold. Tell me. Gold is gold. Dirt is dirt. <laughs> yes, I know, but. Gold is gold. Because. <laughs> Gold, no. I'm, I'm, I'm glad John said that because just a few years ago, we would have like little, you know, like a Kodak tin. You could buy a variety of different films. And yeah. in that tin was Ektar and Tri-X and gold. And someone wrote me letters like, oh, gold, ugh. Yeah. Why is gold in there? Because gold is gold. So the consumer <laughs> film. <laughs> this here is dandy soil. The consumer films. Gold 200, Max 400, and Color Plus 200. Yeah. They're on fire. Why? People can't get, get enough of them. I don't understand. Because they're good. More so than uh, Ektar? Different. Ektar's different. And what's the other one? What's the other nice one? Portra. Portra. Those yes. are professional films. Well, why would you go back to Gold or Max? I know people are going to be mad. In- at inexpensive. Them. Yeah. Okay. And let's say you had Gold 200. Yeah. You shoot that at 100 ISO? Yeah. Shines really the the uh, people's opinion of gold has completely changed in the last twelve months. Really, completely. Wow, it's fickle. Things yes. are fickle. People are going crazy. Who are these people? Go- I don't know. These are new, new shooters pe- these or are new old shooters? shooters? Well, see, they don't know. It's like if you get a crummy chicken sandwich and then you go to Chick Fil A. Yes. You'd never go back to crummy chicken sandwich store. You'd always go to Chick-fil-A. And I know what you're saying, John, because back in the day, you'd walk into, you know, your, your drugstore, Dwayne Reed or mm. CVS. Like, yeah. they have the gold. Like, that's all they had. That was it. And you're like, eh. So I think that we, growing up, always had that gold variety, which is just yeah. basic. Bland. You're telling me that gold 200 at 100 ISO... Can compare to Ektar. No, it's a different film, of course. But it's beautiful. Right. Color Plus 200 is a retro emulsion? Yeah. Great. Have you shot with it? Not in years, no. Well, it's an emulsion from like the 80s. Okay, well. So. You know, the dark room is great for, for comparing they are. stocks. They are. You should put that to Trev. What about the Prolamage? Do you like that? Prolamage. <laughs> I I I don't know. I don't, it's called I don't, color a uh, pro image one hundred. Right. I don't know. Okay. Don't well, remember. Ian Fleming says great mini edition. Hello. What does he say? He says I used to shoot miles and miles of gold two hundred in my Pentax MX when traveling. Mm-hmm. I tend to be an Ektar and Portra shooter these days. See. Currently shooting Ektachrome E one hundred in my Kodak stereo camera. Wow. Stay safe, Ian. See. 
you change. Well, maybe gold and max are like entry level and, you know, you have a certain look. But then when you mature a little little bit as a shooter. Maybe. Maybe, you know, you shoot things that are a little bit more artistic. You you move on up. I don't know. Okay. It's a theory. I buy that. Hey, it's a theory. It's not too late to go to the store and get the FPP love. Mm. Shamrock edition. It's love. So love shamrock. 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 Edition. Why nice. love shamrock? You can see the stickers are right there by you. Where are they? Well, why combine love with shamrock? Look at that. Yeah. Nice. Because it's March. It's it's the same love stock. Yeah. Just rebranded as shamrock. Well, it's just a different sticker. I mean, the the logo's the same. It's just green. Okay. Like let it snow. Right. Do you know what let, let it snow will become this spring? <laughs> Let it shine <laughs> with a nice sun. Good. All right. So, very nice. We'll give people choice. Rebranding. Very nice. That's for, I don't even think of it as a rebrand. It's just like, it's almost like, you know, you wake up in the morning and your, your desktop has the, you know, on your iMac, it has the... Right, Sierra. Whatever. Sierra. And I, you, you take that at night, it's, it's, it's the pictures at night. Yeah. You go in the day, all of a sudden, it it's day. because of the day, right? That's what that is. It's not day. a rebrand. You wouldn't say, oh, my desktop is rebranded. <laughs> I guess not. Just adapting. I see. Yeah, yeah. I get you. You're trying to keep it fresh. Yes. Good Good on you, yeah. as, as they say. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. John has some letters. Cut. Reload. That's a complicated-looking machine, isn't it? Funny thing is, a lot of people still think that taking home movies is that complicated, too. If that were true, believe me, I wouldn't take them. For instance, he's reloading the film. Let me show you how easy Kodak has made it for you and me with a Kodak Instamatic movie camera. You finish one roll of film, drop another one in, you're all set. How are you doing, Charlie? Taking home movies couldn't be much easier than that, could it? You know, now is the time to start, too. When the kids are growing up, you're on your vacation... Save the action and the color in movies. With Kodak projectors, movies are easy to show, too. And cameras start at less than $35. Actually, you know what Kodak does for you? Right. John is uh, currently uh, running the school school camera donation program. Uh, basically filling in for Leslie because, uh, you know, because of COVID-19. Leslie, Mark, and... We can't have the gang. can't here. come here. I'm the only dope that can go back there. Right. There's so many boxes. Yes. Thank you, everyone who's ever donated to the FPP. It's greatly appreciated. And I, there's going to be... Uh, once everyone's in- inoculated, is that the proper word? Vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, every week you're going to have to come in and be like, oh, we've got to pack up a camera for the school. Got to get a camera out to this school. Got to get a camera so. out to this school. It's piling up. Okay. So these are letters from people who donated cameras. Well, they're not letters. I mean, let's just say maybe one out of every eight okay. will put a little note or, you know, something along those lines in the box. So these represent a very small portion of the people who are sending in donations. Ooh, what is that? Cheesecake? Yep. Nice. Um so first is from Susan Axleen, who sent a whole bunch of 35mm stuff and a whole bunch of film. Thank you. Adis Flores, who says, uh, thank you for what you do. We have Laura Pike, 
who gave us her first real camera, which was her college graduation present from her parents in 1985. It holds lots of memories. I'm so glad to pass it on. Thank you for that donation. And that's what makes you feel good about doing this. Yes. That you're taking a camera that someone loved and had so many memories with and giving it to somebody else to continue that tradition. So it's awesome. Uh, We have one from Jim Fermani, who says the film equipment... Herein has given me decades of enjoyment and lasting memories. I photographed family, vacations, weddings, aerial adventures, real estate, pets, landscape, beaches, and many other activities. Some items are family hand-me-downs, which is really nice of you to do, Jim. Thank you. Uh, Richard Wright has donated. Just a little note in there. Nothing to say. Um, Lorraine Healy. Do we know Lorraine Healy? Yes. I think we may have uh, talked about her. Did Lorraine Healy donate? Yes, she did. Where's Lorraine Healy from? She's in uh, Freeland, Washington. Yes, this is who shoots pinhole photography. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, terrific. Uh, She said that these cameras were given to her by her mentor, um, but they need to go to younger hands who can use them all the time. Always enjoying your mix of wisdom and shenanigans on the podcast. All the best for 2021. Thank you very, very much. Uh, We have a bunch of stuff, a Nikon... Uh, a Sears camera, a Kodak camera, and some other accessories from Mary Ellen and Al Reardon, who are in Raleigh, North Carolina. Thanks very much. Thank you so much for doing this. My mom was a teacher, and these were hers from Kayla. Oh, I'm sorry, Carla Rockberg. So that's nice, sending her mom's cameras uh, to be reused for a new generation. David Ross gave us a Minolta Maxim with some other accessories. Uh, L. Green from Seattle, Washington. Hopefully, the hopefully these will be of use to students. Painting with light, yes, they will. Thank you so much. And Renee Mullazik, uh gave a bunch of cameras here. My donated cameras. Thank you and good luck. We really appreciate it. That's part one of many to come. So, yes, round of applause for y'alls. And these are regular letters. Uh, a regular letter would be um, from Millie Hughes, who says, I've been following you guys for a while now, and I've always admired your enthusiasm for not only retaining enthusiasm and accessibility for photographers, <clears throat> but for also elongating the lifespan of so many obscure formats. That's, that's your realm, Mike. Yes, 11 years of enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. Well, what <laughs> formats have you revived in that Holy. time? Holy. Come on. Eight. Uh, um, let's start with 620. Right. In the movie formats, uh, regular 8. Right. Double perforated 16 millimeter. Mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to uh, Claudio at Camera Hack. Camera Hack. He makes all those amazing adapters. So even the older Kodak models, people could adapt 120 film to all those other, you know, Weird. 116, 616, things like that. Camera. Uh, Millie also says, um, the recent 16 millimeter cassette drop was a huge encouragement for me as someone who's looking to begin his journey into the format, as now I can at least have the possibility to start off small and experimental before advancing onto 100 foot cameras. Yes. 16 millimeter magazine film. Right. Not, was non-existent just two months ago. Put it back. And you shot with it with Kodak yes. Royale camera. Royale. It's 50 feet of film. It's a beautiful thing. It's ma- John, Ooh. it's the magic of Marco. It's the magic of Marco. got to say it very deadpan and nonchalant. It's the magic of Marco. It's probably still out there. 
You think so? Yes. He's doing his shtick in nursing homes. Maybe. Where, where he's a resident. Maybe. And they're like, oh, Jesus, here comes Marco. <laughs> uh, Marco, can you push uh, floor number four? <laughs> Bing. It's the magic of Marco. It's not really magic, Marco, but thank you. Anyways. Adria Lynn Van Benshoten. Nice. I think that's oh. right. That's a lot of names. <clears throat> Andrea Lynn Van She Benchel. is a regular listener, but she's listening, she's listening in, the past. in the past. Oh, she's oh, working her way for it. She's working her way for it. But the interesting, interesting thing is, by the time she gets to this, show, this yeah. show, she'll still be listening, still be listening in the past. past. Right. She's never going to catch up. She's never going to be present. Wow. That's blowing my mind, man. So she'll be listening to this in the past, in the future. <laughs> yes. She'll be listening to 2021 shows in like 2022, 23. Yep. Wow. She's a time traveler. What does she have to say? Uh, She says, I am continuing to work my way through the past episodes, and I suddenly realized the film acronym of GAS is very similar to the Yarnaholics acronym of Sable. That's awesome. What? Keep All reading. my hobbies are old school. In addition to film photography, I crochet, weave, needle, felt, and spin my own yarn. Wow. Yeah. When you collect a lot of yarn and fiber, you reach sable. Stash accumulated beyond life expectancy. Yep. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, in addition to film and fiber, I also fly fish and tie my own flies with my husband. A Bill on the Hill grad. Oh. Oh, Willie P. Yes. Uh, so I am a true old school girl. Wow. Fly fishing? Wow. See, it's the kind of people that do this stuff that make me feel like an awful human. Why? Because you don't fly fish? No, because I don't fish. I don't yarn. You don't reach, you're not going to reach sable? I don't, no, never. Maybe in your album collection. Maybe. Definitely. But uh, she's very adventurous and mm-hmm. got a lot of hobbies. Good for you. As far as my gas, my collection has definitely grown. I have a Polaroid SX70, a Pentax Auto 110, Nikon F, yes. Mamiya <laughs> C330, yes. A Diana F+. Plus. I don't know what that is. What's the F+. Plus? Is that 120? Diana F plus, yeah, it's one of them Dianas. Okay, thanks, Mike. That was very illuminating. And my husband gave me his Mother's Day uh, Kodak Duaflex two. Oh, okay. From uh, the FPP store, her recent purchases include six twenty film and spools. Yes, a debonair nice film, <laughs> fantastic. No debonair. Plastic Filmtastic. Oh, yes. She loves it. And plenty of 120. Thanks again for the great episodes. Thank you, Andrea. Consider getting rid of one of those names. <laughs> the Debonair. Oh, my gosh. The plastic Fantastic. Yep. Easily the coolest 120 toy camera out there. 120 toy camera. FPP found 2,000 cameras up in Rochester, New York. They're now in the FPP store. It's 19.99 U.S. We're sending out a lot of cameras per, per week. As a matter of fact, I... Some of the folks at the show that we ran into... What show? ...had ordered from the FPP store. Lately, myself, Matt, and Leslie from Imagine That... Imagine That. <laughs> ...sprockets. Oh, they just look fantastic, Mike. Uh, we Instead of using 120 film in the FPP Debonair, which is a 120 plastic camera, myself, Matt, and Leslie have been dropping in 35-millimeter cartridges. It fits perfectly. All you need is, like, a piece of, like... Uh, Packing peanuts? Packing peanuts. Some gaffer's tape? Yeah, one on each side. And you're good to go. It fits in perfect and... Nice and snug. Nice and snug, and it, it creates uh, your image on 35-millimeter film, includes the image onto the sprocket area of the film, which is... Very cool. When people see that, they're like, Whoa, Whoa. how'd you do that sprocket photography? <laughs> so the FPP Debonair Film Photography Store.com 
I know it sounds funny. Be like, hey man, you got you have two thousand of them. It's a limited amount. Think about it. That's it. How many you guys, guys and girls out there listening? We have way over two thousand listeners listening to FPP regularly. Get it now. It is the coolest camera. A number one recommended by myself, Matt, Leslie, anyone that's used it so far. Two thumbs up. So filmphotographystore.com. 120 film cameras, there it will be. Check it out. Yeah. What is this? This is like a typed letter from the University of New Mexico from Louis Mayer II from Albuquerque, New Mexico on the University of New Mexico letterhead. Uh, he says, Dear Mike and the gang. Are we a gang? What are we? We're a team now. <laughs> um, Dear Mike and the team, uh, I have been listening to your show. What show? For about three years and have always wanted to write you guys a letter. Well, he typed it. Like real typing it. Real type. <clears throat> so right. you still have to, you owe us one handwritten letter. Well. Louis. Because this one is typed. Did he handwrite the the envelope? Yes. All right. So I yeah, guess but he that... didn't write the letter. Okay. He typed the letter. It's a typed letter. I always wanted to type you a letter. I'm currently working on completing my master's in physical education with a concentration in curriculum and instruction at the University of New Mexico. Uh, your podcast has always been a source of entertainment and relaxation for me, whether it be commuting or exercising. Please keep up everything you and all everything you do for the community, and I hope to get some prints out to you of our crazy trip when my local lab opens up later in the spring. Sincerely, Louis Mayer II. And on the envelope, you noticed there was like a yeah. wax. What do you I, call that? I did it. It's a wax seal. <clears throat> it's uh, so like you a seal. Dri- you drip the wax, yes. and then you have a little stamp that you put in the wet wax. Does it say LM? Like no, it's, it's got an M. It's got a very ornamental oh. like crest on it, okay. like family crest. Is that your family crest, Louis? It's nice getting a uh, type letter. Is it Louis or Lewis? I guess it's Lewis. What does it say on the envelope? L-O-U-I-S. That's your Lewis. Mil- that's your mill name, that's right? That's correct. Sorry, I'm calling him Louis. My uh, grandfather was uh, Louis. Louis. Luigi. Any- anybody call him Louis? Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> I call him Grandpa. <laughs> okay, very good. And the last letter I have here is from Dana Brigham. Oh, uh, Angus McNaughton. Angus McNaughton! Who says, uh, thanks for the mention on the, uh, on the February podcast. After this mess of a pandemic has calmed down a lot, I'll have to see if you would all like me to drive up there... And bring you some real pizza. Oh, from Maryland. I, I, you know, not. I don't. I want to disagree, but real pizza comes from New Jersey or New York, Mm. not from Maryland. I don't know. Well, I'd be very interested to see this pizza, but I'm very uh, a little cold by the time it gets here. Very suspicious. Has to be hot out of the oven. Well, did you go to this link? There's a link. L e d o underscore pizza. I bet you that guy's from Brooklyn. Probably is. Would have to be right. Well, then it's not. Maryland pizza. Don't they say it's in the water? If if Angus McNaughton, yeah, if he said, "I want to bring up a crab sandwich," mm. like uh, what do you call that? Crab roll or lobster roll? Lobster roll. There you mm. go. Now that we're talking. That I would not dispute. But so you don't tell a guy <clears throat> from New Jersey that. Yeah. Uh, well, we're not. We're not. I, I hate to break it, but we're not open to the public here. We're not a storefront. We're a warehouse. Yeah. But I uh, do occasionally go down to Baltimore. Well, you'll have to make it to Ellicott City. Ellicott, Ellicott City. City. Didn't Kiss have a song? No. Here comes the You're trolley. You're going to lose your mind in Ellicott. Well, to the question of inexpensive 100-foot rolls of 35 millimeter. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Angus McNaughton. Yeah. 
What's his name? Dana. Dana. Andrews. Dana Br- Brigham. Dana Brigham. 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 <laughs> Brigham. Brigham. I'm uh, sorry. It's Brigham. Is he mentioned? Is he talking about 100 foot bulk rolls of color he says, film? He says, as a follow up to the question of inexpensive, quote unquote, 100 foot rolls of 35 color film. Obviously, Kodak must have them somewhere, as they still produce and market the consumer 35-millimeter color films in the 24 and 30... Can I finish? Yeah. 24 and 36 (laughs) frames. It would be nice if you could use your influence to convince them to (laughs) ship to you guys 100-foot rolls of these films. What's the problem? A lot of problems. Yeah. First of all, I I will say, uh, you know, up until a few years ago, like folks listening, a few years ago, you can go to the FPP website and buy Sfema Color 125 in a hundred foot bulk roll. Yeah. Usta. Usta doesn't exist. Any, a, a color film is extremely in the, like it's so in demand right now that the only 100 foot rolls are the Vision 3 hmm. film. There's no like gold, Max 400, Portra, Ektar. Uh, Kodak will not release those in 100 foot rolls. Why not? Because they're not bulk film. It's not like, for example, you could buy Kodak Tri-X, 100 hmm. foot roll, because schools use it. Because students, you know, bulk roll. There's no such thing as color bulk roll. What about the little guy? I don't have uh, that kind of influence. Okay. You don't? No. You, then you can't help me then? I can't help uh, Dana. Dana. Brigham. 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 You can't Brigham. <clears throat> you can't bring him anything. Uh, the only thing that you could do is shoot the uh, Vision 3. That's available. But he does say at a good price. Yeah, he wants inexpensive. But there's no such thing anymore. He's, he's putting his whole uh, wish list on you. Well, you could, but you could buy... And 120 in those emotions would be awesome also. Oh, 120 in what? Yeah. A, a bulk roll? Yeah. But I can see that Kodak may not cut down their large rolls to 120 size. But I would definitely buy them if they did. Nope. Not going to happen. You could buy like a 36 exposure roll, like gold 200, <laughs> and then you can cut that down to like a bunch of four exposure rolls for yourself. Why would you do that? <laughs> just trying to, I'm just thinking out of the box well, here. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, so I had a chance to shoot some Dracula and Wolfman. Oh. Love the grays and Wolfman. Dracula came out a little overexposed in fairly high contrast. Is that? Uh, nope. That's not a, that's not a, uh, that's not a characteristic of Dracula. Hmm. Dra- so I think the overexposure like killed it for that role. So now that I know how it came out, I can shoot specific to it. 64 ISO, Dracula. Pull the string! Pull the string! Dracula is not a high contrast film. Dracula doesn't mm. like the sun at all. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> it's Dracula. Uh, so yeah, that's it. What's that picture of? That's the picture? It's a picture of the Wolfman 35 from a Minolta SRT 303. Um, I want to do, uh, well, we're going to go. Ah, John, remember the days when we were like, oh, we're going to go, and we're going to go to Mr. Lee? Yeah. Gosh. He's yeah, going to be pissed at us. Yeah, we haven't seen him uh, the you... whole long time. A year. Wow. At least. But I do want to shout out to, uh, Darren Riley. Darren Pancho Riley, Darren mm-hmm. Ballard Riley, who keeps me endlessly entertained on Instagram with his drawings, because um, the um, songs you hear on the FPP lately are Darren Riley compositions. Yep, and they're wonderful, and you can go buy them. Uh, you can like download the single or an album on Darren's um, SoundCloud Bandcamp. Oh, Bandcamp. 
If you Google search Darren Ballard Riley Bandcamp, his site will come right up. Mm-hmm. So why don't you like peruse and, and, and download some songs and put your you could put your own FPP Greatest Hits album together. And he has uh, great drawings as well. He does his own interpretations of album covers. Like it, with, He has his own covers. site. Is it Darren? Yeah. Draws? I think Darren Draws, I think. Something like that. Sorry, Darren. We have like no information. His site is like, I don't know, Google but, Darren. But these days, if you just Google, Google Dallin, da, Dallin. You just Darren Google Dallin. Uh, <laughs> Tylee. Guy who draws from England. <laughs> you should get it right away. It's pop right up. But uh, very talented guy. Yeah. And, and just our speed. Podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. Bloopa. Yep. 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 We'll yep. be back next month. Will we? I hope so. Okay. Is this when St. Patrick's? This isn't St. Patrick's. No. Well, St. Patrick's is two days from now. Oh. 17 of March. May the luck of the Irish be with you. That's right. Happy St. Patty's. Yeah. It's awesome. Get well, some love. St. Patty's love. That's Celebrate. right. 35 millimeter.
all this is, is caused by UFOs. Tommy, can you Tommy, hear me? Tommy, can you hear me?